2: Somewhere in rural America is a small-town evangelical preacher who dreams of being a televangelist superstar. And this ambitious preacher's town, Fairview, is nestled in America's breadbasket and comes complete with a town square and her own Grace Temple Prophecy Church. And it is here at Grace Temple where we record the daily machinations of the charismatic Pastor Joan and her followers. Episode 7, Divine Justice. Come on in, Tilly.
3: Beth? What's with the cloak and dagger? Why are we meeting at your house and not the office?
0: We're planning a heist. Were you followed? No, I'm clean, man. You got the mix? Mix? Oh, in the cupboard. Listen, we need to get over to Jones, but I wanted to talk to you first so you don't feel sideswiped. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Aunt Joan has been working on some stuff. What stuff? Stuff, stuff.
3: Are you talking about YM? Because I already know about that. No. The new associate minister? What's wrong with him? Is he here? I thought he wasn't coming till later. I met him in England when we went to the doctrine thing, but we talked about that.
0: No, not that. Then what? 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 Tally, stop pacing and sit down. Just tell me. I can take it. There's going to be some changes, and Tilly, you don't handle change well, so I need you to sit down. Drink your tea. Is it good news?
3: Or crazy? Because I think I handle good news pretty- In the long run,
0: it's good news.
3: You know, you always say that, but it's sometimes just plain hat wearing
0: crazy. Joan hired Muriel as a youth minister. Okay. Okay? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, let me just get my files. More tea? Wait, where are you going? Bathroom. That's the closet. That'll do. No, no. Tilly, what are you thinking? Fire. I'm thinking about fire. Okay, so you're angry. No, Beth, I'm
3: hurt. Y'all know my past with Muriel. I was really starting to believe that Pastor Joan actually liked me. She even took me over to England with her. Why would you even say this is good news? I guess I'm shocked and hurt. This is just stupid. Joan wants to beat the great Reverend Joseph Paul and his megachurch to become the next Tammy Faye. Then why hire his second cousin nice girl? Whatever. So, yeah, I'm shocked, hurt, and confused. Am I a turd? Do you think I'm a turd? Cause Muriel does. I know because she told me. In the ninth grade, she got everyone to call me turd. Tilly turd. This was before her peak bully phase. Okay, it got worse. You know, I thought I had finally moved on from that. A good job, people I liked, but oh no, here we are again, the great Muriel, haunting me like a bad smell. So how'd you think I'd react? Well, I guess I already know that's why we're here in the guest house, giving me the news and not at Pastor Jones' big house. Is she there now? Are they having a nice breakfast, plotting my demise? Are they eating fruit cocktail?
0: I don't think so. Muriel's not here yet. Joan wanted to talk to you first before she officially hired Muriel. See, Joan does care about you, and if Muriel doesn't come up with a good enough apology and a strategy moving forward and you accept, then she's going to withdraw the job offer. You hold the cards. I only brought you here first because I thought you might have a bad reaction. Oh. Turns out there is a lot more to the story of Muriel being Joe Paul's kin. You know how you told us her mom and Joe Paul are first cousins? And Joe Paul gave them money after the divorce? Well, when Muriel's dad left, he took a bunch of Joe Paul's money with him, too, basically leaving her mom an indentured servant to Joe Paul and his megachurch. Muriel doesn't want anything more to do with the Reverend Joseph Paul or his megachurch. Can you walk and think at the same time? We need to go.
3: Yeah, you know, you need to work on learning the difference between crazy and good news. Because this is some crazy shit.
4: Nina, I'm glad I caught you. Good morning, YM. You're here early. I'm just setting up for the apostles meeting.
1: What can I help you with? Quickly, I need to get on the road.
4: Let me carry that for you and we can walk and talk.
1: Okay, here. Be careful with that one. I was
4: thinking about everything last night, and I just think your music ministry is the rock this church is built on. You've built Grace Temple Choir, and without you, Joan is just another woman in a church. But you, your choir, you're is wrecking. Is that
2: really what you think?
4: Absolutely.
1: Okay, let's just put all this down for a moment. Okay, here's stop. We need to pray. But I thought you were late. Don't you have to leave? There's always time for prayer, YM.
0: Come on in, Muriel. Joan and Tilly are talking in the living room. Can I get you anything to drink? We've got uh, coffee, tea, water, juice, lemonade, and some kind of fizzy water. Just water, I think? Sure.
1: Yes, sorry, just water.
0: Are you generally a coffee or tea drinker? Um, it's not a trick question. I'm a coffee drinker. Tilly, Joan, and Nina are all tea drinkers, so I'm the odd one out, usually. I like both, actually. I guess it's just like some people are either a dog or a cat owner, but not both. Yeah, and tomatoes or cucumbers. Rare to find a both person. Oh, and I'm a cucumber
1: person, but I like tomato sauce. Me too.
0: Well, if you change your mind, Joan has an entire cabinet of teas and the coffee pods are here. So help yourself. We don't stand on ceremony. Let's go through.
2: Come in! Come in, Muriel! I am so glad you made it. Beth, we have some tea and coffee in there if you...
1: I she offered. did. I'm fine
2: with Well, one. have a seat then. Tilly and I were just talking about Christmas themes. I want to put baby Jesus back in the manger, and Tilly wants a happy birthday theme Christmas.
1: Christmas is... I mean, isn't Christmas the theme for Christmas? But I could see having a birthday theme
0: in there, because that's sort of be birthday but then like we don't have a seance themed easter that'd be creepy like if easter and halloween were the same holiday
2: oh beth that's just silly
0: well then who stole baby jesus from the manger i mean you make it seem like the three wise men walked in and said hey lady we got some good smelling fragrance want
2: to trade it for the kid put baby jesus back in the manger makes no sense no one took i just want to make it all right okay I'll work on my idea and represent it to you later, but let's get this party rolling. Now then, here's how I see it. 20-year-old Tilly here is hanging on to a very righteous anger toward a 14-year-old Muriel. And Muriel...
1: Wait, no. I'm sorry, Pastor Joan. I shouldn't even be here asking for a job. And you know what? I'm not going to ask for forgiveness from Tilly. Because I was cruel to you, Tilly. I told lies about you. I schemed to get others to be cruel to you. I saw you as weak and you didn't have a pack and you were a loner because you were different and I thought that made you easy to pick off and it was. And I fed on that power while all the while my parents were falling apart and my life was falling apart and there was no one there to stop me. So I think I need to work on not letting that happen to other kids like me and like you. It's gonna be hard because everything is so anonymous now. Before I thought I wanted to change the world, get on the local city council, But I say that's just accumulating power again. So hopefully one day, when we are old, like Beth and Joan are, Hmm. maybe you might need something and you'll reach out. And I can help you in some way. So I'm not going to ask for your forgiveness for being a cruel kid because I was just a kid then. And maybe one day you will forgive me, like on your own, without me having to ask for it. Because that forces something on you that you may not be ready for. Like, if my dad came back and was like, oh, please forgive me, I'd be like, not today, Satan. <laughs> so, I'll just say, when you're ready, someday,
3: I'm here for that. Okay.
2: Oh, well, come on now, Tilly. Surely you have more to say than just, okay. Aunt Joan, can I see you in the kitchen for a moment? No. What? No, I'm ministering. Aunt
0: Joan, get in the kitchen. I want to talk to you.
2: No, I'm not missing this. You can cut the tension with a knife in here.
0: Aunt Joan, get your. Ow! Ow! what did you get my couch? Don't say anything without me! Give them private time. What are you doing? Tilly needs some time with this. Let's give her some space.
2: I have to get over to the church. But what do you think about them? That child has a gift. Who? Both of them. But Muriel, what an apology! If Tilly can't accept that, then I don't know what I'll do. Seriously, I don't. We need that kid. Not to mention a coup in your own personal vendetta. That is divine justice. God wants us to succeed.
0: Mm Okay. I'll see you later. Don't be long. You got about 15 minutes. Y.M.? I'm sorry to interrupt your meeting, but you've got an emergency in the front office.
4: Can't it wait?
0: No, it can't.
4: (sighs) Okay. Well, Apostle Jerry, can you... Here's the agenda. Thank you. Is my family okay?
0: I have no idea. Probably. Have a seat.
4: What's going on?
0: I'll make this quick. You're fired. God be with you. Here's a two-week severance package. Sign here.
4: No, you're fired. Sign here.
0: Pull your pants up, YM. We know you went to Joseph Paul to scupper our chances with the grant money from National.
4: No, I didn't. You have no proof.
0: Which is it? You didn't give Joseph Paul information about Grace Temple's plan for the money, or you don't think we have proof?
4: Well, you can't do this. Only Joan can fire me.
0: She's just spent the last week frantically cleaning up this mess. She's running on the fumes of a lactose intolerant dragon, but you want to walk into that rage tornado, go ahead. She's in the apostle meeting.
4: I have spent my life building this church from a festering little backwater patch
0: to national notoriety, and this is what it comes to... Do you really not understand what you did, almost did, wrong?
4: I was bragging. I was doing your job.
0: Oh, okay. Well, that explains it. As the financial manager... My first and foremost job is to go to other Christian organizations and brag.
4: You don't even know how to build an organization. You know nothing about Christian Financial Fellowship.
0: Thank God for that.
4: Look, I've doubled, doubled the youth congregation, and I finally advanced to associate minister, and she's bringing in this other guy? I heard him drone on in what is loosely called a sermon, slobbering forth toward an insignificant point of discipleship.
0: Alan Peabody is a noted theologian with a specialty in discipleship and ecclesiastical magisterium. But I'm sure he can't hold a candle to your ambition.
4: He's not even on social media. He has no
0: followers. He's going to be an albatross around her neck. Maybe. But why do you think Joe Paul worked so hard to keep him away from here? Think about that. By the way, that's how she found out from a social media post in an online Christian media forum. Can you imagine how humiliated she felt?
4: No. And I don't know what Joe Paul's motives are. I don't even know him. But I'll tell you what I can do for you.
0: Why, am Well, I should just call you Justin now. Justin, let me be open with you. Just hear me out. You're right. This is a sleepy backwater town, and I think you're too big for it. I think you have too much ambition for Grace Temple. And to be honest, I think you'd be happier climbing the ladder of an established megachurch like Joe Paul's. You had a good run here. You did double the youth ministry. But I think you're just going to keep running your head into a wall. Go, take what you've learned and move up and on.
4: Yeah, well, she's going to regret this, though, because I am the only person here in touch with the needs of this community. So I'll just go
0: clean out my office. That's okay. The apostles did it for you. Your boxes will be by the car.
4: Gah. You just can't help yourself, can you?
0: Okay, bye. Beware of false prophets.
1: What if we tried the air ducts?
3: I think we should just wait until she comes back for us. Well, I'm just feeling a little bit claustrophobic. Aw, really? That's too bad. Tilly, help me with this door. Nope. I'm good. Do they lock you away on a regular basis? Is this normal? First time. And of all the odd people to get stuck with, it's you. What do you mean it's me? I'm fine! Fine! I just have to- dis- Please lock. don't damage her sound console. I'm sure it's expensive. How can you sit there? We have to dig our way out! You don't roll with the punches very well, do there you? There has to be some tools in here somewhere. These wires- This is a soundproof room in a basement. It's designed to- <gasps> Oh, I can't
1: breathe! I can't breathe! My throat oh, is closing Oh, I've been waiting
3: for this. Thank you, sweet baby Jesus. You hit me, but you're not hyperventilating.
0: I haven't been able to reach Tilly all day. I'm sure she's fine. But her car's been in the staff lot. This doesn't make any sense. Relax.
2: I'm sure she and Mariel are just working things out. Why? Why are you sure? Well, I think you were right. They just need some time together.
0: You think I'm right? No. What did you do after I left this morning?
2: Nothing. I came here. Have you met Alan? Yes. Don't change the subject, Aunt Joan. I'd better get over there before he and Apostle Jerry form a spiritual police force. Alan? Alan?
5: Yes, this is such a lovely party. Thank you.
2: Well, I wanted you to meet everyone before that jet lag hits you. Have you met my niece, Beth? She's handling the church finances for a while now. She's an absolute heathen, of course. We met. I'm not a heathen. Aunt Joan, can I talk
0: to you for a moment in private? No. Aunt Joan, I swear to God. See,
2: Alan, what I tell you, heathen. Aunt Joan, I know what you did. Excuse us, Alan, just for a minute. Where are they? Did you tie them up? I did not tie them up. Keep your voice down. Then where are they?
0: Do you know what it would look like, a pastor kidnapping young women? Staff management? Aunt Joan, I know you're operating on very little sleep right now,
2: but... Beth, calm down. Thank you for what you did today with YM. But you can either stay here and eat and mingle or go home. I'm going to love you either way. Quit telling people I'm a heathen. Okay, well, maybe. Oh, Nina made it back. Nina! Nina!
5: Is that the choir mistress?
2: No, she's the music minister.
5: She's magnificent.
2: Nina, this is the Reverend Dr. Alan Peabody. Well,
1: hello. It's nice to meet you finally. Finally. Hello. Are you okay?
5: Oh, yes. A a bit jet-lagged, maybe.
2: Would you like to go to bed?
5: I mean, um, I might need to go to bed. And pray.
2: That's the jet lag.
5: What am I saying?
2: Oh, speaking of Nina, Apostle Jerry wants to talk to you. Alan, I wanted to talk to you about the sermon on Sunday.
5: I worked on it the whole flight over. I don't usually get nervous about a sermon. But your dramatic encounters with God. I mean, how does one follow that?
2: One doesn't. I was just hoping, generally, that you would do an extended invocation and introduce the gospel teachings for the week. But for this Sunday, I wanted to change things up. I wanted to give you free reign to shine. Introduce yourself. Pick your favorite hymns.
5: Shouldn't I have already done that? I mean, it is Friday.
2: Thursday night.
5: Right. But even so, couldn't she just turn it around like that? With the choir?
2: It'll be fine. And to be honest with you, I could use a week off.
5: So, trial by fire, huh?
2: Oh, no, no, not like that. I'll be there. But I really want you to make this your home away from home. You know, your second home.
5: My American home.
2: Yes. And as soon as everybody gets used to hearing that accent, the better.
5: I think you'll find it's yourself. With the accent.
2: See? You're going to be just fine. Can I ask you? Your sermons get
5: so exciting. I'm going to be a fish out of water. How exactly do you get someone to yell, preach, from the congregation? Now that's synergy.
2: That's the spirit moving in us together.
0: Holy crap, I knew it.
3: Beth! Yay! Muriel, wake up! Beth's here!
0: Are you guys okay? Okay. Well... (laughs) All
3: right, dude.
1: (laughs) At least you
0: found the wine cellar. Yes. Aunt Joan has
3: impeccable taste.
0: I'm glad you think so.
3: I have some
0: good... Is it? What the hell? Scoot over.
3: I'm so glad you found us. Did Alan make it? Yes.
0: Look... Tilly, I'm really sorry. I don't think Aunt Joan meant to lock you in a room with your arch nemesis from high school.
3: Really? Because I'm thinking. I like ears. Feel my ears.
0: You don't care, do you?
3: No. I mean, I do. I care.
0: What? This crap with Joseph Paul has to stop. Muriel
3: told me all about it. The Reverend Paul doesn't sound very Christian to me if that's how he
0: treats his kin. No, he's not. But this tit for tat, she's gotta rise above it. And now she has this guy from England over here for six months. He wasn't cheap, you know. Six months, housing, full pay. I hope he's worth it. It ate up a lot of grant money. Yeah, but... (laughs) He's the missing link. Hang on. Why is her cheek all red? She okay? Poke her.
3: Nah, she's okay. That's where I hit her.
0: Oh, okay.
3: It was a slap, really. Just a quick one to set her right. She was hyperventilating. Oh, sure. Anyway.
0: What? Alan. Who? Never mind. Don't
3: talk to her like that. She might have won.
0: Oh, sorry, Muriel. You're right, of course.
3: Shut up, Muriel. You're fun. I'm sorry, what? You said
0: Alan was the missing link?
3: Say, on the plane back, after we saw him talking at that thing, it was so boring. Just on and on and initiative and blah, blah. There was this man there. They kept wheeling him around, even though he was asleep. Why didn't they just put the old man in bed? all wore these long robes
0: missing link she
3: said he was the missing link to give her credits credible
0: credentials that's the one like prestige or like a higher college degree i don't know so all this so she looked more credible to who
3: i don't know he is off-brand and YM fell into a trap that wasn't even there. It was all in his head.
0: Off-brand, huh. Looks like you guys did some karaoke over there. I never knew what Joan and Tom did down here. Karaoke makes sense, actually. You guys want to go upstairs and crawl onto a couch? Tilly. Okay. Well, I'll leave the door open this time. Oh, hi.
2: You guys. Oh, nightcap.
5: Oh, I I really shouldn't.
2: Alan, it's up the stairs and to the right. Your bags are in the room already. Good night.
5: Good night. It was a lovely welcome. See you in the morning.
2: You know, I don't think he's been appreciated much. Oh, you found them, I see. It wasn't hard to figure out. Are they mad at me? They will be in the morning. Good. Good. ...pulls folks off their old injuries with one another. What do you mean? They could press charges. Not with those blood alcohol levels. And they're underage, breaking into my wine cellar like that. But it'll give them something to bond over. Oh, yeah, they did. But how did you... Oh. You just left it unlocked. Perfect. That's my associate minister locked in and my new youth minister... In one fell swoop. How's he locked in? He's
0: only here for six months. It's a band-aid, not a solution. We'll see about that. Good night.
4: Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.
2: Here you go. Just put your robe in here.
5: Thank you. I was awful, wasn't I? I could just see all of their eyes just glaze over.
2: Not at all. I think they were mesmerized. Now, I usually don't go into such detail with the scriptures. No.
5: I've embarrassed myself. You only get one chance to make a first impression.
2: And I blew it. Alan... You're being too hard on yourself. Now stop. You are in a foreign country with a foreign culture. The only person who thinks you failed is you.
5: I failed? You said failed.
2: I didn't mean that. Okay, listen. If you're that worried about it, we can practice together this week. You read out a sermon and we'll go over it together. But I chose you to be here out of all the people... I chose you to lead our invocations and lead our scripture ministry.
5: That sounds good. That's nice. Thank you. And again, I'm sorry it wasn't more your style.
1: I thought thought (gasps) you were wonderful. Good grief, Nina. You slipped in here like the Holy Ghost. Alan, we were just heading out to brunch. Would you like to join us? Oh,
5: yes. That that would be brilliant.
1: (laughs) I wouldn't call it brilliant, but they do have omelets. Do you have omelets where you're from?
2: Hey, Pastor Joan, you feel like some brunch? No, no, you two lovebirds go on. Don't mind me. I'm just the person who introduced you, and will be officiating your wedding. Who are you talking to? Myself. How'd it go? Well, Beth, you'd know if you'd been here.
0: Please, Aunt Joan, don't start. You know what? I shouldn't have asked. I'll see you at work tomorrow. Wait, Beth.
2: I'm sorry. It's been it's been such a long week. We're both tired. How about we go get some lunch somewhere? Let's go get some biscuits and gravy over at Miss Polly's.
0: All the way out there? Well, yeah, it does sound good. So, what's the verdict? How'd he do?
2: Oh, he he was awful. (laughs) No confidence. But, you know, we can build that up for him. Yeah, I'm sure you have plenty to spare. Half the people fell asleep. It's okay. That'll make him appreciate me more.
0: Always looking for that
2: silver lining. You've been listening to The Ark of Joan, written by Sailor Billings, performed by Amanda Melby as Beth, Andrea Taylor as Tilly, Kelly Nicole as Muriel, Chris Riedish as Alan, and Sailor Billings as Joan. This program was recorded and edited in isolation in quarantine studios. You can subscribe to the Ark of Joan and Billy Bat productions wherever you get your podcasts. Please join us next week for another episode of The Ark of Joan. Even
0: when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50